Hello, and welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, this is going to be a mess of an episode, so welcome to the council. Um, this week, we have me, Liam, at the helm, and all that I can promise is it is going to be one huge, big gay mess. Fun. Fun yeah. for all involved. So, speaking of messes, let's introduce the other council members. Um, this week, we only have two, uh, because yeah. it appears one has slept in, uh, one is at uni, one is at work, and the other one prefers football. Um, so, yep. <laughs> Yusuf. <laughs> Hello. Natalia. Hello. And now that them two weirdos are out the way, we have a guest. And this week's guest is number three of however many actually wanted to speak to us. So, not very. hello many. number three. What's your name and where do you come from? My name is Jack, or uh, lots of people call me Gator, because that's what my Twitter handle is. They do. This week, as I said, it is going to be a big gay mess. <clears throat> we will start by discussing the latest LGBTQ plus cinema, happiest season. Then following that, we will have a discussion around LGBTQ plus representation in cinema. Um, our third segment will be around gay icons of the movies and our final section will be a lovely guest section courtesy of jack and that will be dun 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 go jack best uh sci-fi films of the last decade so with that said we know this is going to go downhill quite quickly so let's get on with it <laughs> with the three of us yeah Happiest season. I loved it. I did not. I just loved it. I thought it was lovely. Um, I liked it. Good. At least we'll have someone with taste here this week. Uh, <laughs> I, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was nice. Well, more than nice. It was happy. Like, to be fair... I think my feelings are slightly overjudged by the fact that the sister was just amazing. The little, like, I don't know how to describe Jane? her. PC manner. Jane. 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 Jane we'll is. We'll call her by her name. Jane. Adorable. Was just Love the best her. thing. Like, <laughs> BTW, spoilers. There's no way of discussing it without spoilers. So we're just going to go in with spoilers. I mean, if you've seen um, any LGBT film, you've seen this film. So. Yeah, any LGBT film or any family-focused film. Yeah, yeah. And it is this. The, yeah. Um, like when the, when they're finished fighting and they're all talking, and obviously like the, the other two sisters admit to things, and then and then she's just like, "I don't have secrets. I have I'm no ju- secrets. I'm just I'm an, an ally." ally. <laughs> that, that just made my day. Sorry, I need her in this film. Oh, oh, more. I just needed her more. I just loved her. Um, Dan Levy, I thought, again, did a very good spot. You love that man. I just do. I do just love that man. Um, even though I found it very untrue to life, because, I mean, how many lesbians do you know that have a gay best friend? Because I don't. I mean, um, I have you. Oh, thank you. I had 
see the problems with the film. Um, don't know. It Harper is a horrible person, and I yeah. really wanted her yeah. to end up with um, Aubrey Plaza, and I thought Aubrey Plaza and Christian Short much better chemistry. Much like they better. just felt like they were vibing the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and. I don't know. I, I, I actually did find it very interesting in the way of their characters um, and how they kind of like moved about the world. Um, Harper and Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. We're just going by their actual yeah, names. I, I, don't don't remember names. Anyone I don't know the characters. Um, um, I found it very interesting that the more like traditional preconceived understanding of what lesbians look like is going in a more heteronormative um like going about of it she wants to get married with harper and she's like i found that to be very ironic in the in the cultural understanding of our world you know no, I get that. Um, that's what I was saying, like with the Dan Levy and, character, like that that's quite like a het as far as films are concerned, that's quite oh, a hetero oh. thing as well, to have the gay best friend be the one that you that you go to kind of thing constantly. So that's what I th- I found I enjoyed having him there. Jack, why don't you go? What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Um I don't have much to really say about it. I thought it was pretty um, typical and you can predict most of the stuff that happened but I don't really think that much about it um, I just thought it was a fun holiday movie um, I think Jane like you were talking about and um, Dan Levy were easily the best parts um, Kristen Stewart was okay she really I mean kind of basic um, uh, what's her name Harper I didn't like her at all. She just annoyed yeah. me, so I didn't like yeah. that she got with her at the end. I did like Aubrey Plaza a lot in it. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Cute film. I mean, that, that, I don't know. I feel like, because it was like, it's what everyone kind of wants, if that makes sense. The one just the typical, but with the gay spin on it if that makes sense. Like, that's what everyone's been fighting for. But then when it comes out, everyone's like, mm, it's just typical. Well, that's, that's what we want. Like, the movie's just typical? Yeah, like, it is your typical Christmas family. Yeah, but the problem is, is it's it's just so... It's not that it's typical. Like, I don't know how I'm... Like, this movie was a lot like if you've seen Love Victor, like the story points are really, really, really similar. So it's like Hollywood's kind of stuck in a rut of telling progressive stories where they're all the same. You know what I mean? Where they're all about coming one up. person. Yeah. And I feel like we're we're kind of past that. I don't know. It 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 felt like there was a whole lot of sameness to it. Um, um, you know, ye old coming out stories. Like it's so freaking sad. I I don't want this to be the norm. I I don't like the fact that this was something that 
that like that like came about like I, I wanted something that I thought was just gonna be like a cute little Christmas movie and then you see in the trailer it's just like oh she has to come out to her parents think of something else the whole idea of queer stories is not just to have a crap ton of movies where it's like this person coming out and now we're gonna go to another movie and they're having a struggle of coming out because our lives are not revolving around who and when they ever do come out. I uh, say, I, th- I think like at the end when obviously they had the, when it did all happen and obviously then Dan had the conversation with her outside, <clears throat> I thought it was a I good- I really love that part though. Yeah, it was a good, thing to do to have the movie around that so you could have that side be said because that isn't said in mainstream really yeah it's always like oh they're really scared to come out but then all right fine you're accepted oh there was no need for you to be scared we love you blah 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 like i felt like the parents were so forgiving yeah, like, they, it was they so were like, oh, it's cool. He woke up and he was like, yeah, really? yeah. dope. I yeah. thought there was going to be more of a repercussion to all of these things that have happened to these people because of the trauma that you've inflicted on them as parents. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> like, it, felt it was like such a waste for you to build something up. Mm-hmm. Not just the coming out, but just like their parenting <laughs> and just their whole entire relationship to be so like walking on eggshells yeah and it was broken down super quick um no i do do get its flaws i just i think Mm -hmm. you're looking past them yeah Yeah. i look i'm looking past the flaws to the good parts everything has flaws but if you can see the good shining through then that is acceptable i guess i didn't like the movie um but I okay, so I put out a poll after seeing it to see what everyone else thought. And I was hoping a few more people, like just a few, would agree with me. But no, 74% of you were like, I love this movie. Um, and then the, all the replies were, Who doesn't like it? And so now I'm afraid. Um, yeah, Lauren said it was okay. Yeah, let's go, Lauren. Like- <laughs> i did like parts of it i thought dan levy was great i love dan levy um i thought what's i'm gonna start tracking you like he did (laughs) please don't um (laughs) (laughs) i thought jane was good she was funny she did kind of get old real quick though and i think the movie is just really it's just it's so poorly written that was i the only one that thought that the movie was poorly written some i mean i don't think take the representation glasses off for five seconds it was not i'm not doing it for the representation glasses because lesbians i'm not a lesbian um yeah hi but like i understand (laughs) why so many people like like this and what it like stands for i get that but i think as like a film in terms of the writing it wasn't the strongest like the whole joke about her being an orphan got old real quick after the first joke i was like okay we get it her parents are dead there was a lot of cognitive dissonance in the parents and also just like in general in the film it was like a lack of understanding (laughs) cognitive dissonance (laughs) um how could i describe cognitive dissonance um 
So you know how billionaires, if you ask them how much does a banana cost, they say four dollars. It's yeah. because they're so they've yeah, yeah, they've yeah. become so like distanced from ourselves as like average modern people that they're mm-hmm. just like, ah, oh, of course a banana must cost four dollars. You know? Yeah. It's it's stuff like that. It's it's taking it's essentially like a um in in this case as a lesbian film, it's taking a uh a stereotype um and really upping it to as much as you can, um, it not only as lesbians, but also as people with no parents. Yeah. So and like, how, I, how I didn't mind the orphan jokes. <laughs> the first one was fine, but they kept, and like near the end, they made another orphan joke. And it was like, I thought we were past this, but they brought yeah. it back for some reason. I also think Mackenzie Davis's character was horribly written. Like I get what they were trying to do and like that story point, but you have to make your lead character a character likable because I just, this movie was not fun but for me. But not everyone's likable. That's fine, but your lead has to be. Harper is a it's horrible like person. Writing one on one because she wasn't. She wasn't the lead, though. Abby. Um, it was Abby? Kristen Stewart. Abby yeah, was. but yeah, yeah Kristen Abby. Stewart, and she was likable, and that's why you wanted her to be with Riley, who was the other likable person. Yeah, but when it's just so many awful, like they made her do so many awful things, like in success and the more you hear about the character, the more you dislike her. And you're like, why are we spending so much try- time trying to make this work? It's just was frustrating to me. Like, I didn't understand why because Kristen Stewart was like, eh. like as soon as she told, if, if I were in Kristen Stewart's shoes, as soon as she told me in the car, Oh, by the way, I didn't tell them. Can you pretend this? I would have just walked out and taken a bus home. Like that's just me. Um, and and yeah, when you pointed at something, what did you point at? Oh, yeah. sorry. No, go ahead. I can't, Someone uh, said something, no, and then you were like, "Okay." I don't know. I don't know. But also, <laughs> remember I think I said when Aubrey Plaza was like, girl, "She um that yes, she outed it was that. me." Remember that? Yes. She was like, "Yeah, she outed yes. me." I was like, "Why are we feeling sympathetic for this character? Why are we trying so hard?" to be with this character at the end after that you know what i mean so because they paid her the big bucks yeah yeah and again she's a rich white girl yeah she she rich did white the same girl thing at the end too yeah when her sister kind of out of her that yeah. was her moment to like step up and she just she said didn't. it was a lie again exactly and that's the thing like there was no change in her character until the very, 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 very end, where it was like she did a complete 180. I think that's just because she didn't want to be alone. Like, she couldn't handle it. Yeah, but they could have set it up a little more. I don't know. No, I didn't enjoy this film. Something better. So. Well, the poll disagreed with you. Yeah, I'm aware. Because you lost. You can't I did the math. Only can't one other it. person <laughs> voted hated it with me. So out of 35 <laughs> votes... Two people hated it. So well done. Well done. Yeah. You did well. I just, I didn't, I thought it was a weak film. And there's only two, like you guys talked about this last week where there's only like two types of lesbian films where it's either white women and period pieces like Ammonite. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. 
but like no, how there's use that word. how there's movies like Ammonite and then how there's movies like this where it's first of all all white people but then it's either about coming out or it's like in the 1850s with corsets ooh, ooh, and wait I, I I wanted something to say about... yeah I wanted something to say about it being super duper white mm. um I felt like Christian Stewart could have been played by a person of color. Um, yeah. Because everyone be. else was white and everyone else, or at least everyone else in the main cast in the big house needed to be white mm. in the nuclear family. Because of course, we're all just going to automatically accept that a white family is going to be having a lot of good generational wealth and having this thing about... Um, I- I can't remember the word, but whatever. Anyway, um, we could have had some more, you know, some little spices and shit up in here. Mm -hmm. Apart from the evil twins. Yeah. I think what they were trying to do is have like each, like one daughter is lesbian. One of them is in an interracial romance and the other one's Jane. You know, I think they were trying to like cover all of them. Hush. (laughs) Also, those kids sucked. Kids Those were kids awful. were not. Those kids sucked. Yeah. <laughs> they were full on evil. That's why I hate kids. Evil, that's evil why kids suck. Yeah. I know. That's why we put children up with you. Children are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, any final yeah. thoughts? Didn't like it. Don't watch it. Or do. I don't care. Makes no difference to me. My final thought. Hi. Everyone ignore Yusuf. Hey, Gator. Final thoughts. Yeah. Um. I agree with a good amount of Yusuf's critiques, but let's go. <laughs> I I I think I just kind of overlooked them just because it still kind of worked for me, and mm-hmm. it was a cute holiday movie. Yeah. We need the bare minimum in this time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I think we can all agree that they need to start moving forward. They need to stop telling the same. Oh story. hell yeah! over and over and over and over again like that was my problem with Ammonite that movie was five years too late Natalia final thoughts I like that they were wearing jeans I wish Harper um (laughs) (laughs) no it's true I like they were wearing jeans it it was better than a freaking like um corset um I wish um Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza got together because they would have made a fantastic couple um oof Yes. I love Aubrey Plaza. Wow. Um, amazing. Love it for me. Um, and yeah. I don't know. What what are they gonna do now? Nothing. That's it. That's that's, that's it. the representation. That's all we're getting. <laughs> so now that that is out of the way, our next discussion will be around LBGBT. Say it slowly. LGBTQ plus representation there we go. in cinema. Obviously, this kind of got brought up last week, but I'd already wrote this down and I couldn't be bothered to think of another section. I don't blame so you. So it stayed. So we can either discuss Jake Gyllenhaal getting bummed again, God. or we can go on to something... <laughs> I'm sure there's been other gay films. No, I wasn't. 
You want to uh, talk about remember stuff I, that you want to I live talk tweeted about. your your me listening to it for the first time in the group oh, chat. Yes, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. You want to <laughs> you want to enlighten me? <laughs> no, like ask me a question. He was impressed. No, no. He was impressed. You, did you like it? Did it you was... think of my do you think my hypothesis is accurate? Yeah, oh yeah, your hypothesis is absolutely accurate. 100%. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. But what about, so obviously last week was very Lisbon heavy, heavy, heavy. (laughs) This week, I think obviously we should go to the, we should get the other spectrums out of the way. So we'll start with the boys, the little gay boys, little, hello, me. Do you think there is bias in cinema that it's always the, the homosexual who's always they're always the best friend mm-hmm. they're always white mm-hmm. or if they're not always if they're not white and they do pick a black one it's always like a real effeminate black man and he's always going to be in drag at some point during that film yep. um do you think that is across the board when it comes to gay boys in cinema yeah from what you have seen yeah I mean, remember the whole yeah. controversy when Eternals, everybody thought Richard Madden was the gay character, and then they revealed it was probably and Tyree Henry, and everybody lost their minds. Boy, I forgot about that. Remember that? I everybody got super either. upset that it was Brian Tyree Henry and not Richard Madden. Or like Marvel fans got really upset. Hmm. Why? I think everyone thought it was they don't healthy. like to see black yeah. people succeed. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I keep forgetting about racism. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just like, oh, we live in a nice world. Oh, shit. No, people still hate black people. Oh, yeah. People hate all people. People suck. (laughs) Not the people who think all lives matter. (laughs) You got to question those people really specifically. Just get, what about the. Do you regret signing (laughs) out? No, no. <laughs> it's fun enough. Hey, Jack, do you want to talk? About what? I don't know. What he brought up? The gays, the boys? Um, I don't know how versed I am in this topic, but... Um, have you ever seen a gay are. boy in cinema? In cinema? Uh, yes. But have not- they always been like me? Very effeminate? Um, most of the time, recently, the different example, even though it was still a white guy, Love, Simon, who wasn't very feminine in that movie. That was a push forward. Yeah. It was a coming out story, but it was a push forward. Exactly. And his love interest was, um, black, I believe, right? Keenan Lonsdale, right? His love interest was, oh, I can see his face. I can't, I can see his face, but I can't. Um, what you yes. said, Keenan Lonsdale, yeah, yes. uh, from the Flash. Yep. Yeah. I love so him. Yusuf probably stalked him in Canada at some point. <laughs> I've seen him around. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> <laughs> they all um, they put Warner Brothers puts all the people in my neighborhood, so they're just all over the place. I feel like we've discussed gay boys enough. Let's go on to bisexual representation. Have you ever seen it? 
a very difficult question for me to answer. Um, I don't know. Like in thinking cinema? of any film, yeah, it, like in, in cinema, can you think of a film where a bisexual person has been represented well? I don't think I've uh, have I. I don't know. A what comes to your mind? Yeah, I literally can't think of one. Yeah, neither can I. I think, you know that show on HBO, We Are Who We Are, from um, Luca Guadagnino? Jacqueline Grady. Sounds so familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I finished watching that, and I... The show's very good, and I think Luca Guadagnino is, like, the only director who, like, is telling different LGBT stories, you know, who's not stuck in that coming out period piece bubble. Or Call Me By Your Name was a period piece, but you know what I mean. Like, It was still um, different, though, yeah. And I've, I'm pretty sure the character that Jack plays was, um, Jack Dylan Grazer, was uh, bisexual at the end. I, I finished it a long time ago, but I'm, like, he, <laughs> that was a very good show, and it was very well... Is it what queer media should be? Yeah. Like, okay. I think, again, I think Luca Guadagnino is, like... Really, you know, yeah. Well, I have a list. So apparently, uh, there was someone in Get Out was a, was bisexual. What the hell? Who Rose? Who the hell's Rose? Oh know. yeah, because they had the one picture of her. Remember the um? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. my god! Ugh. Just one picture. That doesn't. I well. hate it whenever they do that. They're just like, oh, she's bi. Look at her. She has a pig. She's got. Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Um, Salanda is bisexual. Bisexual. <laughs> Bi- Elizabeth Salanda is a bisexual character. She gives off great bi energy. I love she does. that for her. The Claire Foy one or the Rooney Mara one? Or both? The Rooney Mara one. Dude, it's just okay. a character. But it's just a character, so I would assume both. Yeah. But again, it's I've not like, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they can say, uh, we can say any character is bisexual, but they don't, yeah. they need to. Oh, well, Freddie Mercury was represented, the representative of Freddie's bisexuality. The movie sucked. I forgot though. about that. Yeah. I mean, uh. yeah, I can't really think of much. So I think the last part of this one will be trans I think trans is starting to get very much better representation um, yeah. mainly obviously thanks to like Orange is the New Black with um, Laverne Cox then Pose having obviously amazing trans representation I'm um, but it hasn't yeah, really trickled into movies. And mm-hmm. considering... Frightened. Yeah. If you look at the cast of Pause, I it's, would... It's who would say out. Billy Porter was the standout? Not many. Nope. He plays a very good character, but the trans actresses are the better actresses in that show and they have better storylines in that show 
Yeah. Yeah, they're not getting the work. I'm trying to remember. I think one of the main actors there is non-binary, but I can't remember who. Oh, um, it's not MJ I can see Rodriguez, their face. Is I it? really can. I know which one you're on about. Yeah. It's one that plays Angel. Yeah. Them. Pause I FX. see their face. I see their face as well, and it's really annoying us. Mm-hmm. Uh, India Moore. Yes, them. Thank you. Just need and clarification. Then Angelica Ross, she's getting herself about now. Thank the Lord, because she was excellent. Um, obviously, she's been picked up by Ryan Murphy. So she's now part of that clan. Mm-hmm. How much good do you think Ryan Murphy does for our community? I don't think he does a lot for the actual community. But I think the people working in the industry, he does a lot for them. Yeah. I feel like Ryan Murphy gives a lot of like almost fantastical understanding of what our community is like. Yeah. It, it feels it, almost outsidery, even though he is a part of it. Yeah. It's like a sugar coat, a sugar coated version of mm-hmm. either, either what we want. No, well, no, not what we want. Cause we don't want it. Yeah. But if you like look at Hollywood, that was like, I loved Hollywood. I loved Hollywood as well. Yeah. Um, but that was like, that was Ryan Murphy saying, "This is what we would have wanted," if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he does. Now I'm trying to remember. He's laid low, or like kind of taken back on the constant coming out story with the characters that he's written where they're just like very firmly queer people and I think that's a good thing yeah um I, re- I really do because it's like doesn't doesn't matter. um but I feel like there are sometimes when I watch his projects that it just it feels not like off but it just I don't know. There's something about it that I'm like, I'm not clicking with, you know? I think it depends. I think some of them have, some of them have that issue. Yeah. So, But some of them really don't. Like I always click with American Horror Story. Mm. Well, unless it's a freak show. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck with clowns, dude. <laughs> Um, but yeah I think Ratchet kind of had that problem yeah so let me ask you what do you as members of those communities what do you want to see like what 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 is good representation to you so far what do you want to see going forward what steps are you seeing that are taking place what do you hope is taking place like just what do you want to see? I want, what have you seen? I want to see I want to see a lack of coming out stories. Do you want yeah. to see less coming out stories? Less coming out stories. So like Love Victor but season if 2. If I am going to see more coming out stories, I would like there to be a diversification of that, not mm-hmm. only in color but in age. 
Okay. Yes. So, and not always bright, happy, shiny, cheerful. Yes. It, because it can be a little. The world too isn't like that. Sugar, mm-hmm. sugar cubes and rain and rainbows or whatever the hell that line is. Yeah. It so, can be. I. But then, but then, if we do that though, it does teeter into a lot of queer trauma, of just like, of, and then queer media just ends up becoming a, a kind of happy pool of, I don't know, like fantasy because. No, but marginalized. I, th- I think we can't we can't expect to be pushed forward if we don't accept the bad alongside yeah. the good. Mm-hmm. And if we continuously try and push out the narrative that everything's <laughs> everything is awesome, like no, because it's not. Yeah. And if we try and push that push that narrative onto people that's not going to work. What we need is we need the stories of the coming out stories where... We need a mixing of them. Yeah, we need a mixing of them because we don't just need to see the good, we need to see the bad because the people who could be affected by the bad need to see that there isn't just that. But then the people that see the good also need to see the bad. I had a very good coming out I didn't need like it was very obvious from a very young age so I wasn't like it sitting everyone down like right everyone hold hands I'm gay I'm because <laughs> it wasn't needed but I've got friends who don't live at home who got kicked out like and have had a friend for themselves since 15 16 like them stories need to be shown so that the people who've had the good start in life with it know that know what other people's struggles are. Mm-hmm. But then the people who have the bad need to see the good so that they know it can get better. Or they need to see their story represented, rep- represented but their story represented further down the line yeah. so that they know that their life's going to get better. Mm-hmm. And the be-all and end-all isn't that oh shit, I've got no family left. Well, no, you don't have that family, but you can go off and make this new family. Yeah. I, a lot of the LGBTQ plus community is based around a lot of found family. So I would really like to see a larger hole on that. Hold, hold. Yeah, pose is an excellent representation of found family. Mm-hmm. And I think that needs to be brought more attention. I didn't say that, but now that you did say that, oh, it's clicking. Holes is found family. Yeah. yeah. Holes is most definitely found family. Because that's uh, what the ballroom scene is. I have two more yeah. questions for you. Mm-hmm. So there's a big debate about can straight actors play gay characters? What do you think? Can they? Can they not? Yes. What is the line that you draw? Yeah. How do you feel of about course that? they can. Like, like, are you okay with Nick Robinson playing Simon or uh, Michael, yes. what's-his-face, yes. playing Victor? Yes. Why? Yes. Because why do you think people have a problem with it? I feel like I've, I'm more forgiving of Nick Robinson than Fulanito. I don't remember what the other guy's name is. Um, 
because he very heavily promoted the fact that his brother is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does have something to fall back on. Not fall back on, but like he has like, I don't know, like a wealth of opportunity to. He has the experience, the knowledge. Brother. He knows what he, he can speak to his brother yeah. and ask questions. With him. I, don't, I don't know very much about how uh, for Love Victor, 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 Love Victor was for that actor so mm-hmm. i can't really comment on him yeah. but i i would assume it oh. would be i don't know i guess difficult because a lot of in the latin community queerness and just not being straight is still tremendously frowned upon because of our religious upbringing thanks to um and not in part by um colonialism Yay, Spaniards. Um, you know I had to say it. You know I had to say it. Um, no, but yeah, a lot of, it's, it's difficult for even me nowadays um, because I don't talk to half of my family because I think I'm going to get disowned by them. So that's fun. Um, it's, it's a lot, it's very interesting because we have a lot of intermingling between um having a a legitimacy in yourself and in your own body and space um while also trying to still maintain a very religious thing that you're so probably in love with but also you it's difficult for you to have a relationship in in this case catholicism because mm-hmm. of how much they've been against you for so long. So yeah, that's my spiel. I get that. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't have a problem with straight actors playing gay, same as I don't have a problem with gay actors playing straight. Yeah. There's a difference between representing a sexuality than representing a race or a specific, a specific like religion. Like, I think it's perfect because like any white person could just pay play a Catholic because Catholicism is worldwide. Uh, oh, well, obviously all religions are now worldwide, but obviously still quite a lot of religions are still based. to indoctrination. <laughs> yeah. They are still based heavily around a race. So yeah. I think it is when people say, oh, well, th- th- this, this is a Jewish character. I still think there should be a Jewish actor that plays them because it comes from yeah. a specific region. Um, but obviously, if you're going to represent a gay black man story, it still has to be a black man, but it doesn't have to be a gay man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think like Neil Patrick outsider... Harris, perfect example. Yeah, gay man. Only really, like, obviously was very famous as a child actor, kind of, like, dwindled away, but then regained his popularity playing a straight character in How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have that, it wouldn't be famous still anymore. Yeah. I mean, as an outsider, like, if you line up a bunch of people, the only thing that you can really tell about them is their race. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if I just yeah, looked yeah. at someone, I don't know, 
that's the one like you can't tell their religion you can't tell their sexuality so that's why i think it's a little bit different um but i do understand like supernova the new um movie with uh stanley tucci and colin first stanley tucci i literally guys my group chat with a group of friends of mine is a quote that i said a a couple of a bit ago which was Mm -hmm. are we sure stanley tucci's not straight (laughs) um so that's how i mean if you have respect for the community that like if you're playing it respectfully then I think yeah, it's okay, but I if you're playing like it will. as a caricature, as like like um, Eric Stone Street on Modern Family, and I and I know that they will. Yeah, I have a lot of faith. Um, my second question is: There's also a big thing about when you have LGBT characters. Do you want them to be like explicitly LGBT, or just like they're a character who happened to be gay? What What are your like? Do you want just strictly gay movies gay character or just they happen like that's not their main character it doesn't have to be their main focus it doesn't no yeah no i think it just it's more now it's more about the representation like yes there is people like like myself in the community and we are a stereotype but there's others who aren't stereotypes and still want to see themselves represented Mm -hmm. um so I think it's it's finding the balance. And one day it'll get there, same as one day it'll get there for everybody. It's just a bit of a pain in the arse waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. As my Which film is, teacher there, once I, said, when all the old white people die, we'll get diversity, we'll get representation. We'll get we'll get good <laughs> shit after that, dude. Yeah. Um no. I also do feel like it's interesting because I, I feel like you're asking us questions related to film specifically, whereas with television, there's a whole lot more openness and a lack of risk aversion. Um, but is there really, if you really look at it? If we really are going to compare it, no. Like no. Um, if we look back at it, absolutely not. Um, but I feel like there's... We're getting yeah, there, I don't know. for sure. It, we're really no. getting there, but I feel like we're closer in, we know what I mean. I feel like we're closer with TV than we are with, um, so I don't think it's even TV. TV. It's just Netflix because Netflix makes so much yeah, content that they don't Netflix have, things. they don't, they don't yeah. care. They have a <laughs> They'll make whatever they want. Amount of, yeah. yeah. But even with Netflix, it's Come. just like, there's still a good ye old sameness of, oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. because that's the thing. Hollywood uh, likes to pat itself on the back. Girl, who's the best they they will pick the lightest, yeah. like the, the smallest bit of representation, and drag it out as if it's the biggest thing. Like, how many of Disney's first openly LGBT characters have we seen in the past five years? Every single movie, they're like, they? oh, Disney's first openly gay character, and it's like <laughs> a cyclops who says one line. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. Well, hopefully, if the Gaston and LeFou series actually does take off the I really love that representation I love that will be more I love than the fact just that Gaston is, is played by Luke dance. Evans who is mm-hmm. yes well there we go another Luke example Evans, the world's most everyone knows that he's the gayest man yeah. yeah even though he tries continuously to hide it to not ruin his career 
Everyone knows it. Worst kept secret in Hollywood. Well, he hmm. came out. He fully came out. And then he put himself yeah. back in the closet because he stopped getting roles. But I don't, I can't blame him for that. Hmm? No. What? I, we, we can't blame him for that. If, if, oh, no, we can't blame him. Yeah. Like, no, no, we no, can't. No. no blame. Yeah. But I think now he's at a point where. It's just homophobia. Yeah. Like, he just. He doesn't mention it, but it's known, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you think part of the issue is there's not enough, like, LGBTQ plus, um, like, directors or writers, like, behind the scenes? I think there are. They just haven't been given the opportunities yeah. because yeah. homophobia. Yeah. Like, where did but, Bill, I mean, Bill Condon go? Bill Condon disappeared. Yeah. Well, no, because he he was working on Brad Frankenstein, but then obviously yeah, Angelina but... Jolie's buried it, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Angelina Jolie's a bitch. She was raised by John John Voight. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> can't blame it we on can't. her. We can't fully blame it on her, but I'm going to because I'm still Team Aniston. Uh, <laughs> I was Team Aniston from the start, and I will remain. Uh, next section: gay icons of the movies. I think we can just like squish that down and go straight onto yours. Um, I think we'll just literally say. Who do you think is a gay icon of the movies? And then we'll say one person and go to the next. Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any, but yeah. I'm sure when asked. Right. I'm going to start. So for this section, this is gay icons of the movies. I will start. And I'm going to say the original, what I think is the original gay icon of the movies and that is Little Miss Judy Garland. Come on. She We're was loved nodding. by the gays. Loved by the gays. Mm-hmm. All the homosexuals used to line up in the front at the Palladium and, and watch her play. And did you like, see ah. Judy? I did, where the homosexuals yeah. took her in. Mm-hmm. Because... Judy was loved by the gays. Um, for some reason, the gays just... I don't, I don't know words for it, for it, but they just clung to her story, like with obviously how she was treated as a child and then obviously through the Wizard of Oz and things like that. And they just they felt something with it. Um, an interesting fact, the first ever... Gay Pride was actually a riot, and it was Stonewall. Yes, it was. And it was. was started. And it was started by black and brown trans women. Yes, be- on the day of Judy Garland's funeral, because the police tried to, um, because the, I, I believe it's Christopher Street in New York. I think, is that it? I can't remember what it is. But anyway, where the Stonewall is. Um, there was too many people there. Police tried to stop it um, as they were all mourning our Lord and Saviour Judy Garland and a delightful trans woman by the name of Martha P. Johnston, I believe. There you go. Um, threw the first brick at a policeman and the Stonewall riots began. And then every year from then onwards, Gay Pride is celebrated in New York City. Yep. I haven't History. been to NY Pride. I haven't. I've been to Prides in the UK. What a bad place but... to be in AMI. 
They won't even let me in the country. <laughs> Be grateful for that, dude, okay? Count your freaking blessings. It's fine. Biden will let you in. That is my tra- my track, <laughs> my person. Um, Yusuf, who do you think is a gay icon of cinema? I, I don't know. Um, get back, Come get on. back to me. Let's let's loop around. Ugh, Natalia, you know I don't have anyone. I don't know. I can't really like. <laughs> no, it's true. I can't so think of many. anyone. When I pick up and listen. Let me have, let me, can I explain myself, please? Go on. Thank you. Um, well, I, I thought of it quite literally, and I was like, oh, gay icons, insert queer person here. But then I realized, oh, no, that's not what he asked. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't listen to the homework well enough. Um, so I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the thoughts. Um, so, Jack, your turn. Um, I've recently discovered, apparently, the Babadook is a gay icon. Yes, he is. <laughs> the Babadook the yes. is the number one gay icon, really. Isn't the Babadook trans? I think so. Okay. I think that's what I think that's what people were saying. God. I don't know how. We're not questioning it. The Babadook but is trans. That's what we will go with. Yes. Um, Yusuf's disappeared. He's gone to smoke a spliff or something. I don't know. Oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Have you had time to sing? Did you quickly um, go w- off camera so you could Google? <laughs> yeah, I went on to Wikipedia. <laughs> um, Lady Gaga. She does a lot. Aww. She's great. There really we go. Great. So, there we go. Oh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. I can't think of anyone. You're part of the like. Come on. There's so many. There are re- no. There's so many. I think it's just because there's an abundance of choice, and Don't I have ADHD. Share. And and we don't. Oh, Janelle Monae. I love Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae is Dern. bad. <gasps> Laura Dern. Dern. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Dern. Sarah Paulson. <laughs> Laura Dern. Laura Dern, Sarah Paulson. Um, I thought this is very difficult. <laughs> There's just so many. There really are. It's an abundance of choice. You know I have a difficulty with that. I know. But mm-hmm. we have just given you a list of four and you can't even choose one out of the four. I don't know because it's difficult. I don't know. I'll say... Do we need to give her a drum roll? I'll say... What? <laughs> so do we need to give you a drum roll? No, I'll say... I'll say... Um, I'll say Sarah Paulson. Mainly because that woman stresses me the fuck out. Um, but I love her to death, you know? Her acting is... I get very scared watching her. Because it's just like, I will feel all the things and none of them will be good. But hey... I love Sarah Paulson. Not straight person. I do love Sarah so Paulson. It is. Yeah, she is. She is a lesbian. Is she bisexual or a lesbian? She has not given us a, le- she has not given us a label. She is labelless. She is just is she not married in love Taylor? with Holland Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. So, that is... What are your thoughts on Ellen? Fuck Ugh. Ellen. Why? 
I thought we, oh, we no. don't like her. No, oh, she doesn't do no, anything no. for us. Yeah, fuck all. Okay. She's awful. She's only yeah. out for herself. Yeah. She only plays the lesbian card when when she be needs something. Be kind to one another. <laughs> oh, like hashtag be kind. She, like yeah. I put a Twitter poll out the other week. Exactly. I put a Twitter out poll out the other week. Obviously, because you've got like the whole be kind movement, which. By the way, fully spot. I think obviously it came out of something so horrible for people in the UK um, with the loss of Caroline Flack. Um, but I think people have taken the meaning of be kind in two very different directions. <laughs> yeah. People are either really mean and against hashtag be kind. Or people just willingly straight up lie to you and tell you you're fantastic when really you're a garbage person. We need to find the middle ground again. And But Ellen's on that side. Ellen's a garbage person. Ellen, yeah. Not (laughs) good. Um, Same as James Corden. He's also a garbage person. I love James Corden. Don't you dare. You can keep him in in the U.S. We do not want. I'm him not back. even in the U.S., but I will go. You can keep him in our in our. Yeah. yeah. I watched Super <laughs> Intelligence yesterday. It's pretty good. We yeah. You watched what? Great. Super oh, Intelligence. Yeah, the... yeah. Pretty funny. Don't care. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we Ellen we will only is... have him back if he does another series of Gavin and Stacey. And then as soon as he's finished it, he fuck off. Go on. Drag Ellen. Um, Yes, I will. I didn't find anything, but I on Tumblr and I found this thing about the way that my fellow white women progressive feminists are constantly like upholding the status quo constantly. And I'm like, yo, that's that with Ellen. Ellen is, oh, I hate it. She doesn't do anything for our community. I'm saying general LGBTQ community, but especially for the lesbian community. Like if you are going to say that you are someone who is like proud and very out and you are but you're not going to do anything to uplift up our legitimate struggles that are still happening today bitch do something about it and if you're going to invite kevin hart on your show and try and make people feel sorry for him you can also why just get swivel take a hike drown going up against your own saying anything you you should regret it really yeah (laughs) Ellen is an awful person. If you are, if yeah. you if you are in a community, you should stick up for that community. You shouldn't hang them out to dry yeah, for clicks. I think I think the fact of it is that really does aid in our um, distaste of her. Um, does lead to the fact that again, I got to bring the race color up because it's true. She's a white woman. Like it's it's. We can't look at all of these isolated incidents and everything and just be like, oh, but she's a lesbian. Isn't she a good person? Doesn't she do something for the community? No, she does something for the community as long as it is beneficial to her community, which is a subsect of white lesbians. Um, so I'm done. Thank you for coming to my oh, TED Talk. Okay, um, great. Fuck Ellen. Jack, save us, please. <laughs> it's your segment. Yes. Okay. Jack, take it away with your segment. What would you like us to discuss and why? Well, um, since we already know that the best sci-fi film of this upcoming decade is going to be Dune, um, I thought we should look back on this past decade and determine what the best sci-fi, or at least your personal best sci-fi films of 
that decade was. Um, a few of mine were uh, Interstellar. I think that's like one of the most realistic depictions of what it would be like if humans were to travel into space. Um, Matthew McConaughey is great in it. So is Anne Hathaway and Jessica Chastain. They're also great. Um, yeah, I think it's Nolan's most emotional film too. So, and he doesn't do emotion that often. So I think that I think that's probably why it makes it my favorite Nolan film. Um, I like Arrival too. Uh, kind of like Interstellar. It's the um, it's a pretty realistic depiction of what it would be like if aliens were to come to our world. Um, Amy Adams is great in it. I like how the whole alien design and the ship and stuff, it's pretty cool. And I was gonna let Ben talk about it, but since he's not here, I'm sure he would have mentioned Ari uh, not Arrival, Annihilation and X, um, he X does Machina. does love Annihilation. Yes. He the speaks Garland on it whenever movie. he can. <laughs> yeah. So those are just a few of my favorites. Do you guys have any favorite sci-fi movies of the last decade or so before we get to that can i ask you why you think dune's gonna be good just <laughs> yeah um if you look at denis villeneuve he just hasn't made a bad movie i don't think did you miss like... blade runner or just i i like blade runner i watched that recently actually okay. I, I was avoiding it because i heard it was slow and boring and it, it is very slow three attempts kind of boring to watch but... it I, I like kept on falling asleep. Just the cinematography alone is kind of what kept my attention. Um, Denis Villeneuve did um, Prisoners, didn't he? He did, yeah. He did. I, like, I did I like that one. Prisoners. I did it is like the least Denis Villeneuve movie ever. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's the it's least. Good, yeah. I was watching it with Hannah because we were like, we want to watch something. And we were like, oh, it's got. It's got your favorite white man, Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's got a, a, one of my favorite white men, Hugh Jackman. So we watched it, and then at the end, directed by Denis Villeneuve, I was like, oh, I, it didn't click. It did not click. Mm -hmm. I like Denis yeah. Villeneuve. I think he's okay. And by that, I mean, I like Prisoners. <laughs> I like that one film, so go, go, good on you. <laughs> I also do like Arrival. Arrival's pretty good, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just think he's probably one of the best modern directors, at least in my opinion. Um, and then you just, like, the cast is awesome. Yeah. It's really going to be a lot of actors who, no matter the plot or anything, they're just going to give a great performance. Mm -hmm. And lots of people praise the book, um, like say it's the best it's, I haven't read the book um, say it's the best like sci-fi book that's it's the, the inspiration for a lot it's an early book inspiration for like Star Wars and stuff yeah so I have a lot of faith in I it. actually have something to take your brain about after this if we do want to get more into Dune Yusuf can take it out if he wants to he will most likely yeah. will um, but um, what's I going to ask do we want to talk about my Dune thing now, or do we just leave that till the end? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, just do it. All right, cool. So, you know how um, Dune is heavily based off of um, the 
Arab Middle Eastern aesthetic, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a hella white film. It is, yeah. How, yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you think that there would have been some correctness in casting Middle Eastern actors knowing that in the end result, the characters become totalitarian? I think it probably would have been the right choice to at least cast more Middle Eastern actors in there because it's like, it is very cast white. any Middle Eastern actors? Any, yeah. That there's it's, no brown person in there. No, no. I, but I do think at least casting some like big name stars in there is kind of, you need to do that if you look at, it's not like a big franchise name If or that was not the case, if that was not an issue, do you think like, that they should have casted Middle Eastern um, actors yeah. knowing that in the end that those characters, um, Paul specifically, would become a totalitarian dictator? Um, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'll talk to this more with Ben. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Yusuf, what do you think? About what? <laughs> About what I just About talk. what you just talked? I mean, About yeah. About what I just said. Yeah, but there, yeah, we need more representation, but it's we need more representation. A long time until we get it. Yeah, yeah, and we just need new stories. We do and simple, and I feel yeah. like if that were the case, if this were if if they would have casted Middle Eastern actors, if it it in in the beginning it would have felt tremendously representative, and it would be. But as we go down the line and like think about the progression of the film, it mm-hmm. probably would have backfired. Well, because that's when you update the story. That's when you update the story, exactly. That's what. Yeah. <sighs> so difficult to do something I've, like I've that. I've given up at this because point. Because there are I've... a lot of like diehard realists who are just yeah. like, gotta go by every, every word that they say has gotta be in that script. yeah but that's the thing about a remake is you get people who are like oh it has to be exactly the same or there's people who are like oh it has to be different so you're not gonna please everyone either way yeah but i think i feel like there is just a need to progress yeah i think there is a need to progress but i think people i I feel like people want the book first because people obviously tried to mess with the source material and it backfired and didn't work which is why dunes never really worked in the past dune has been niche as hell yeah exactly it's so like i think fourth attempt yeah so i think people just want the book on screen i think it's backfired when they try to change it in the past so i think with this one it's fair enough that there are that they are sticking to the book. Hopefully, I, th- I think as far as we're aware, they're sticking to the book. Um, but I don't think that's always the case. I do think there is. I do. I do. It, it depends on the circumstance. Okay. Yeah. For me, I don't know how many people have actually read, or at least nowadays, read Dune. I haven't read I a book since grade five. Very so. niche community. It's <laughs> yeah. a very niche IP. So <laughs> few and far between on that, truly. Really. Mm-hmm. I read books quite a lot, but yeah, but you're British. Everyone does. Y'all are. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We all have islands. Uh, islands, <laughs> libraries. <laughs> there. <we go. laughs> um, um. Let's get back on topic here. Let's. Topic at hand. 
I have one actually. I have a okay. sci-fi. I don't really love sci-fi. Um, there's a greater thing, uh, actually quite a large paper that I'm planning on writing about mm-hmm. the sci-fi genre that I talked to Ben about. Anyway, my film of choice is Ad Astra. Um, oh, I love Ad I don't Astra. love sci-fi. I don't love sci-fi, but I sat through that film. And there even is. though there were like two like 13-year-old kids running up and down that theater, dude, I freaking fell in love with that movie. It's slow as hell. Yes. But it's beautiful, and it's it's a good old thinker. I love that movie so much. I think that was actually the movie that I saw before I met Grace. So just gonna throw that. You gotta out. bring that up every single episode. Yes, not really every single episode. I haven't done that in a while. By the way, Natalia met Grace Randolph. They went to watch Zombieland Two together. Mm. They had a nice time. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Great time. We had pizza. Got next to each other. It was fun. Jokes on you. I don't sure. like pizza, so. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, a liar. Liam, why don't you go? Um, I have three that I like. Um, I don't know whether one of them's a sci-fi, but it's it was on a we'll sci-fi list, so I was like, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're aware, I don't go for the highbrow things, so I went for Ready Player One. I love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I it was way that. better than I, I than I expected it was going to be. Um, the shining scene, amazing. Ah, um, second one was Elite Battle Angel. Again, another film oh I did not expect to be Battle good. Yeah. I love Elite Battle like Angel, and it was so really sorry, good. Either. It was so much better than I was expecting. And then the third one was also something that was much better than I was expecting that I have watched multiple times. The Meg. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh my god, that's right! That was so mm. much fun. That was. I didn't so think it was sci-fi, fun. but it was really? on a sci-fi list, and I was like, "It's got giant sharks." I'll go I mean, with it. so was Invisible Man, and I was tempted to say that, but I've talked about that too many yeah. times. So. Yeah, we've all kind of beaten that one to death. Mm-hmm. Good movie. But mm-hmm. it is a good movie. Yes, but no, yeah, they're my three. I went for cheesy and fun. I don't like the boring ones. Where was Spice World? You didn't continue that joke. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I couldn't figure out a way of getting Spice Girls, um, sorry, Spice World the movie into a sci-fi section. It's not real. Fair enough. But I would have tried. I did try. I was yeah, like, I was going to be like, well, the scene where they jump the London Bridge in a double-decker bus is sci-fi-ish. But I was like, no, I can't say that. That, that yeah. wouldn't work. So I gave up. Cool. Over to Did you, Yusuf. Oh, it's me? Is it okay. Yeah. Um, I have a couple. Like Natalia, I'm not the biggest sci-fi person. It's not like my favorite. Uh, but Gravity, I love Gravity. I recently saw it when theaters like reopened and they were showing like crappy old movies. This was one of them. And it's just so, like, I forget how good it is. You know, like, both of the movies I picked today were ones that I saw in a theater and not expecting I would like them. Um, but it's, just, it's, it's so good and so well made. And there's so much, like, technologically that's impressive with it. Um, and it won, like, a bunch of Oscars. So that's, and it's Alfonso Cuaron, right? He directed that one? Yes. Yeah. It's really good. It's, it's quite good. His son, I think directed a short film i don't know if you remember in the movie when she's talking to the guy on the radio the like first nations dude 
Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? She like finally makes contact with someone who doesn't speak English. And so he sings her a song or yeah. something like that. Yeah. He filmed the other side yeah. of that. So that's a really good short film. If you want to check it out, it's like eight minutes on YouTube. Um, oh. But my second film is Wally. <gasps> I remember hating Wally oh. growing Hannah and up. I love that movie. Yeah. Hannah loves Wally. Okay, continue. Yeah. No, I just like I love it too. I just remember hating it so much when I was younger because it was like no dialogue and it's not like your Pixar film. But I rewatched it and it's just it's so good because it looks first of all it looks like it's real. It doesn't look like it's animation, which is impressive for whenever it came out, 2008. Um and then just the way they were able to tell the story with little to no dialogue it's just was so good and it made it makes you cry and I think um Jeff Garland, he was in it, right? He was great. Fred Willard. It's just a really good film. It's also very apt for the way we're heading as a society. <laughs> now that yeah. we're all working from home. Because now all we do is sit in our chairs and get fat. Yeah. Well, I don't I just don't eat fat. <laughs> I don't eat, I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't know how I'm alive. Um, all I do is eat. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna say something. Do you guys want to hear my quick little? This is just something that I tweeted out one time. I'm just gonna say it because it's like the sure. smallest thing. I tweeted out because I was having a conversation with Ben. <laughs> Shut up, Yusuf. What? Um, <laughs> shook your head. Um, um, I was talking to Ben, and I, I tweeted out, "Sci-fi is an inherently anti-capitalist." genre and that is all that i'm going to say about that peace out for me well so done thank ever, you if, <laughs> if you're ever intrigued by that statement later on just come and tell me <laughs> just come and ask me and i'll talk your brain off about it i think it's an interesting concept. future episode of the podcast natalia discusses capitalism oh, anti-capitalism too is this everyone is here anti-capitalist? Am I the only one that's not? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't no, know. No. Yeah. I'm kind of like mutual. I'm like I don't know. I have no yeah. strong feelings either way. Yeah, I don't know why, but like, either way either. Yeah. I am, that's all attack I'm, now. I'm being Natalia a little bit Fred. extra today. I'm being a little bit extra today because we've lost Ben. So Natasha, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, Jack. Where would everyone like to search you out and find um, you in all your farmer boy glory? Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore geeky gator, I think. And this and might I come think? as a shock to people. He's not a gator. <gasps> False advertising, sorry. It is. It comes a great shock to all involved. You have a YouTube too, don't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, I do have a YouTube. You can subscribe to that if you want. I don't post that often. but Well, no, aren't yeah. you, do, you you're doing that often? What ben is it? Are going to do something soon? Yeah. Say, uh, well, let's hope Ben turns up for you. <laughs> oh, yes, my God. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But still. Are we done? <laughs> Yeah, I think we're done. So. Yeah. so I will I will do the outro. It's another part where I mess up.
Boom. So, uh, that's why I can't find it because it's not on my screen. There, right. Well, that's it for today. <laughs> Thank you, guys. God, I can't do scripts. Oh, oh, you're so well. You're almost there. Come on. I'll get it out eventually. And Yusuf's going to keep all of this in and make me look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already look stupid enough. Uh, fat and stupid. Oh, it's not fair. Um, <laughs> oh. well that's it for today thank you guys for listening um, so make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube if you would like to see video highlights and you will get to see my beautiful face um, that would be at youtube.com forward slash the movie lover that was right um and then you can also catch us on our Twitter, which is at the Council Pod, and our Instagram at the underscore Council Pod. To, and we will update as much as I can possibly be bothered there, because I can never be bothered. But Twitter will be updated regularly because N Natasha likes to keep everyone in the mix. <laughs> and. Um, your Saf, we'll go with your Saf, likes to also commandeer the Twitter for his daily needs. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Lord. <laughs>